number one real hit music station. Live 105.5, mobile radio, more music, less talk. Welcome to the Business of Love on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. This is the talk show where truth has two sides. You can also find us on www.1055.mobi. Well, today, Dr. Sev. Well, hello. How, how are you doing uh, this evening? I'm well. Today we have an exciting show. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I really do believe that. It's... You know, we're we're here in the studio late at night and mm-hmm. and trying to get everything prepared for next week. And I I think we got a pretty good topic to talk about. We really do. And actually, it's stemming from your book, The Business of Love, a woman's handbook to a successful relationship. A- absolutely, it's. Uh, I think I think it's going to be a lot of things in the book that may. Uh, be somewhat delightful and then there's going to be some things that's going to be some uh, that's going to cause some challenge to some of the uh, listeners but uh, you know this is not one of those shows that uh, uh, you know we want to want to sugarcoat uh, uh, what it is to to have a successful relationship with uh, with the uh, uh, with the opposite sex and so um, we want to give it to you like it like it should be and and then you can determine what you want to do with it. Well, one thing I know, I have learned over these few years that I've lived, since I'm just 21, <laughs> I have learned that it does take work. It does take work to have anything that's worth having. And if you desire to have a successful relationship, it's going to take work. But what your book starts with, and I really appreciated this, it starts with the work that we have to do with ourselves. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I truly believe that we have to really know ourselves in order for us to know what we need to work on to improve ourselves to be a gift to someone else. Yes, you know, it's like uh, baking a a cake and you forget the sugar or you forget the salt or you forget the flour. And then you want to hand this cake over to someone else to eat it. Mm. And it, it's really, we really have to understand where we are and some of those building blocks. Because some, some of us have been through some um, bad experiences with the mate or with the partner. And that should not transfer over to our new mate or right. to someone or to, to a potential uh, new mate. Agreed. But even before the relationship with a partner, some of us have just been raised or we haven't been raised. So even our upbringing makes us challenge just to be in a relationship with another person. So even before the relationship with someone else, there's work that we have to do with ourselves. You know, absolutely. In our lives from birth all the way through until we uh, leave this earth, we develop holes in our lives. And those holes have to be worked on and healed for us to, to move. And it's the same way in, in, in business. You, you have to make sure that you know your shortcomings, 
and you have to adjust for them and you have to figure out ways to compensate for those shortcomings. And um, so you, you are right. I mean, we, some of us may have had issues with our parents or with other issues with molestation or, or a variety of abuse. And, uh, and, and that should be given some attention and maybe some professional attention mm-hmm. before we enter into uh, a relationship because some of those things may, may transfer into that relationship. Very true. And there's this whole thing that we're doing in the high schools and in the schools period now called social-emotional learning. And we're finding that we have to incorporate that in the educational system because we're not getting, when we're younger, we're not getting what we need at home. So the school system is finding it's very important that we deal with social-emotional learning so that our students can develop skills as to how to manage relationships, the relationship with themselves first and the relationship with others. So it's very interesting that your book really talks about the work that we have to do with ourselves first. We have to work on ourselves as a person. And we've heard um, that whole saying where people say that uh, before you can be what you need to be for someone else, you have to be whole yourself. And so you're, I love how your first chapter deals with it. And it says, understanding yourself versus the market. What does that mean, Dr. Seth? Angela, that's an excellent question. Um, most entrepreneurs and, and people seeking relationships uh, fail because they do not take into account uh, their customer environmental factors, uh, capital, internal factors, and their ability to plan for the worse. And uh, they do not set uh, um, measures to to mitigate any type of shortfall that may come within uh, the business or the relationship. Um, And uh, so those things are extremely important to, to consider. Right, and in your in your book in chapter one, you you actually list these um, key points, right, um, that can negatively affect a relationship. And I'll just share the list with the audience. It says, "Get into business slash relationship for the wrong reason, lack of planning, financial management reasons, lack of focus, too many targets, the inability to be flexible." poor customer service, lack of teamwork, lack of understanding and keeping up with the market trends, lack of passion, not learning from past mistakes. And that's a pretty inclusive, all-inclusive list, I would think. Yeah, you know, like the first one, it says getting into business for uh, the wrong reason. And I'm just going to read this excerpt from the, from the book. It says many, many people get into relationships for the wrong reasons. Women are conditioned to believe in a fantasy and an idea of marital bliss from childhood. The idea of some handsome, well-established prince will suddenly appear from the horizon with a shiny arm or a shiny arm or bringing her security, happiness, and wealth. Uh, and but this is not 
reality, uh, especially in, in today's time. Um, and, you know, so there, there has to be some type of reality or, or realism in the thought process as far as a relationship goes in today's society. Right. And so you, you really use this idea of, of business, which is why it's the business of love, and those things that you've learned as a businessman and also as a student of business um, to really help people understand. Um, so I like how you say that you refer in this book to your spouse or significant other as a customer. And it kind of helps you take a different perspective on a relationship, kind of get you out of yourself to kind of see... Um, you know, that we have to consider our mates. So I really like that concept. I really do because I know I'm the type of person, I like good customer service and I like to give good service. So I actually demand good customer service when I'm spending my money, you know. And maybe, you know, in a relationship, we're not necessarily spending our money like that, but we are spending our time and we're giving of ourselves. And so you don't want to get something negative out when you're putting your best in so that it's really I really like how you have you know used that analogy between business and um, relationship I really like that well you know Angela you know just just picture this let's use a business application you walk into a restaurant and the server uh, has an attitude Then the server comes out and brings the wrong order to you. But the order is also cold. Mm. It's not warm. Mm. And then when you correct or try to get the right order in, she has an attitude. Mm. How often would you visit that restaurant? I'm not going back. But but every (laughs) single day. Partners and marriages, people come into their homes and they give their spouses that same attitude that they wouldn't tolerate going to a restaurant or going to a mechanic or going, uh, you know, dealing with some other type of shopping uh, institution or whatever. And so what I'm saying in the book is that you have to maintain a professional level of care. Right. I like that. So that's that's what I'm referring to. Right. And I think that, you know, it helps us to kind of really understand that when you have a business, you can't decide to have a bad day because you'll lose customers. You know, that can't be your excuse for not giving your best. You know, nobody's perfect, but we all can give our best each day. And, you know, we're going to have to return. We, we have to take a commercial break. And we will return and, and uh, continue this uh, conversation. All right. We're live on 105.5 Mobile Radio. This is DJ Breaking Records, and you're in the mix with L.A.'s number one internet radio station, Live 105.5 Mobile Radio, where we play stars and discover stars at www.1055.mobi. Welcome back to the business of love, and we're live on 105.5 Mobile Radio. 
we were having a great discussion here on your first um, chapter in your book, The Business of Love. Um, so, you know, I, I really I appreciate what we've been talking about. And the next thing in the book that I was really looking at were this whole this whole idea about holes, how we in our childhood and, and throughout life, how we can develop holes when we've had negative things happen to us or been involved in not so healthy relationships, whether it was with family members that we grew up with or friends or business relationships, that we develop these holes. And I, I wanted you to talk more about that, Dr. Seth. Yeah, you know, you know, as in, like you said, as individuals, we grow up as children and, and all the way to death, there's some, it could be a loss of a loved one. It could be uh, some significant event in your life that could cause uh, something uh, that could create a hole, like a car accident. Then you're afraid of driving or it could be a flood that now you're afraid of water. Um, and there's just so many holes that can be developed uh, doing, doing this. And these holes could center on uh, fears and phobia, selfishness, jealousy, sexual pros uh, prosperity, rage, insecurity, uh, and lying. Uh, yes. And there's, there's a, a whole list of more things that are, are developed. Uh, you, you, you know, if you come from a family that uh, you had very strict parents, um, and it was almost difficult for you to tell the truth, what do you learn how to do? You learn to lie. You learn to lie. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have to be very, you know, especially that's, that's one of the key things that, that I'm trying to say is to go back and take a look at, at some of those trigger points in, in, in your life growing up and through adulthood and, and, and figure out exactly what are those triggers. And there's some exercises in the book that uh, can help you uh, investigate that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just good tools to, to use. Yeah, and you know, you're right on point because in the school systems today, uh, the public school systems, there's this, there's this thing called social-emotional learning. And it's gotten so challenging to teach our youth because they have so many holes, using their, your term that you use it. They have so many challenges that even their communication is off. The way they talk to teachers, the way they talk to their peers, the way they talk to administrators, the way they, um, the way they communicate is really challenged because of these issues that they're facing at home that they are getting in the way of build, building and developing healthy relationships. So we have to take time within our education now to teach our students about social-emotional learning so that they can develop healthy tools so that they can have successful relationships because it's lacking. It's like we can't move forward in our class instruction, because there's so many issues with students being able to manage their emotions. So, like you said, these tools that you have in the book, you know, because it would help someone. It would help any one of us 
any one of our listeners uh, to go through and do an exercise like this, no matter where we're at, it'll make us better. So it's like, it will help us become our best self. Well, you know, Angela, you know, uh, holes are like a computer glitch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if we do not go in and figure out what the glitch is and fix it, do you know we can lose all the information on that computer? Mm. That computer can actually malfunction and could cause serious challenges for the company. And so we are literally computers. Yes. Um, And uh, so the thing, so what I'm saying is that we have to take things very seriously. And and a computer that's malfunctioning, you don't want to add another computer program in it until Mm -hmm. it's fixed. Right. You know, until you find out what the root problem of the issue. And that's the same thing. You don't want to bring someone into a relationship and you still are dealing broken. with computer computer glitches. Right. You're I mean, and, and from a personal note, I mean, for, you know, for me, uh, I was married for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, in other shows, I'll, I'll let you know a little bit more about uh, what happened. But... I cannot hold everyone from the hurt that I had from that relationship and transfer it over to someone else. Right. That is just told that that would be totally wrong and unfair to the next person. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we have to understand that and, and, and understand that everyone is different and we have to give everybody a clean slate when they come into our lives. Right. You, you know, that's very true. And so doing this work allows us to give people, you know, the a, the clean, you know, slate, basically. Right. Give them a brand new chance, you know. Uh, it's very, very important. I know that you talk about lack of planning, hmm. you know, um, and that whole lack of planning. And you use that quote that we hear a lot. If you plan, if you fail to plan, you, pl- you plan to fail. You know, just not doing what you know you need to do to be successful is just like planning not to be successful, you know. And so I like how you talk about that. And I like how you um, say that pretty much after you had introduced this exercise, because a lot of times people are resistant, you know, to because they're not they're not willing to do the work. And so they're resistant to even the suggestion of it. But I like how you backed it up and you talked about that lack of planning. And in business, yes, that's extremely important. But sometimes we don't look at that and transfer it into our relationship and into the work we need to do with ourselves. Well, you know, you know, you are absolutely, absolutely right. You know, if a business uh, failed to plan, you know, and when you talk about failed to plan, you're looking at, not taking into consideration gas prices, electrical prices, trends, foreign imports, uh, shifts in uh, customer needs, new laws, employee compensation regulations and benefits, etc. All those things are 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 important. Now, in a relationship, um, and we talked about it in in in, in our previous show, 
astrological signs and, and things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. So, for instance, there's some signs that are very sensitive, mm-hmm. whereas there's other signs, like an Aries, like I am, who are pretty much tell it like it is, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and I have to be very um, conscious of how I communicate with someone who may be a little bit more sensitive. Right. And right. and it's and it's really the responsibility of the person who's trying to communicate to communicate in a way that the other persons can receive it. Right. That's really powerful what you just said cuz a lot of people are who are people that are more like you and like myself who kind of tell it like it is. We just feel like, "Well, I'm going to tell it like it is. This is what this is what the truth is." But when you're considering things like a business, but remember the truth has two sides. It has two sides, right? <laughs> <laughs> but when you're considering things and you're looking at it from a business perspective, you're definitely going to consider the customer. You know, Absolutely. you're going to consider how that person can receive the information that you need to get to them. So that's extremely important to know your mate or the person. If you're trying to develop a relationship with somebody, know that person and how they can receive, you know, and that doesn't mean you have to sugarcoat. It just means, you know, I know if you know someone's not a morning person, let's just say knowing a person and you know that they take an hour before they actually can get into their day then to talk to them first thing in the morning when they wake up may not be wise. So you know them because if you're in a business, you study your customer. You know that talking to them an hour later after they've had their coffee, after they've already had a chance to maybe shower and do whatever they need to do before they're ready to deal with the outside world or someone outside of themselves, then you're going to give them that time in that respect. And then you'll talk to them you know, about something that would be of importance, you know. And, and you know, Angela, one of the things is, you know, for the lack of planning, and it, 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 it has some significant effects, you know, a lack of planning leads to inefficiency, frustration, anger, resentment, isolation, and ultimately failure. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to pick this back up because we have to take another break. All right. And uh, I just hate to stop right now because we've, we're we're having such a great conversation. That's right. But we'll be back because we're live on 105.5 Mobile Radio and this show is still rolling on. Number one real hit music station. Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. More music, less talk. Welcome back to the business of love on live 105.5 mobile radio and we are in the middle of some juicy stuff here in your book the business of love dr seth francois we're enjoying this conversation here today um yeah so uh understanding yourself and your potential partner um and in your case because we're looking at it from a business perspective your customer is extremely important. So let's really like talk about knowing yourself. When you were writing this book, what did you find was most important? If you don't know yourself, where are you going to go? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just simple. You have to know yourself. 
Do you know, it's so many people that go through their whole life that really do not know what their purpose is? Of course I do. And, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm a God-fearing guy, so I, I, I believe that, that we all have uh, a purpose, mm -hmm. that we're here. And, uh, and uh, because we wouldn't be placed here with different knowledge bases. Right. We all need each other. Right. So it's just one of those type of things. But in the book, it's, it's really talking about what type, you get these simple questions. What type of person are you? Mm -hmm. What are your likes and dislikes? Are you flexible or are you rigid? Do you like change or are you fearful of it? Do you want a relationship because you have something to offer? Or do you want a relationship to fill your holes? And that's what talking about getting into a relationship for the right or wrong reason. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, no matter where you fall, we all need, you know, we all are works in progress. Yes. We all and are. and I, I don't want anyone to feel like there's some type of need to be perfect because mm -hmm. that's not that should not be the goal. Right. Right. That the, the goal should be is to be the best person that you can be every single day. Right. And and you can be a better person every day. Or you can choose to be a worse person every day. Right. And so my, you know, the goal that I want everyone to have is to try to be the best person, treat people right, uh, especially those that are around you that are counting on you. Because everyone, no matter where you go, is a customer. Right. You know, there's this whole saying that says, put your best foot forward. And I think that if we approach every day like that and every situation like that and, and in the getting to know ourselves, even, that we put our best foot forward, that that's all we can expect of ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. is to really just put our best foot forward. So I like yeah. how you said that, like, this is not trying to uh, make, a, you know, people perfect or a woman because this is written for women perfect, but it's a guide. It's a right. handbook. And, and, and the thing about it, is Angela, we all have to protect our brand. Yes. Our name mm -hmm. is so much more important than money. Yes. Because if you have a poor brand, you'll never make money. Because right. people won't want to work with you. They will not want to work with you. So if you have a good brand and you have... And, and, and you're trying to be the best person you can, you, you have a better shot. Right, right. Well, we are, we're quickly running out of time. So maybe if we could just talk a little bit about what your book talks about when we say, when you say know your competition, because I know that this part gets a little bit meaty in your book. But can we talk about that, Dr. Seth, before the show ends? And, and then I know that we're going to jump back into the book, maybe, you know, after a few more episodes, because, you know, we want to, keep going back to the book and, and let it help people. But just for the for the rest of the show, since I know we're running out of time, can you talk about what you meant when you were saying know your competition? I would love to hear that from your expertise as a businessman. Well, you know, it, 
when you start in a business, you want to make sure that you're looking at the other, the, the competitors. You want to see mm -hmm. how they're doing it, how they integrate certain systems into their business, how they treat their customers, what type of incentives that they give to their customers. Uh, do they have, are they situated in the right geographical area to, to really have a, a, a good impact? Uh, you know, you can't have a fish farm in, in in the desert if there's no water. So are you suggesting that we look at successful marriages, successful relationships? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You know, looking at uh, successful uh, relationships, marriages, um, and, and just look at it. You know, do, uh, you know, when you look at uh, relationships, are they treating uh, their spouses well? Mm -hmm. Do they respect their spouses? Do they show admiration to their spouses uh, or a significant others? Um, and uh, are they supportive of the goals of their partner? Right. And so those those are those are uh, you know some key elements. You know, I've always been very interested in when I see older couples that look like they have something special. <laughs> You know, yeah. and like really stopping and talking to them and just asking them, you know, you know, how long they've been together because they could be older and got together older. But and then if they say they've been together for like all these years, 40, 50, you know, 60 years for some that I've ran into, I want to ask them, what's the key to their successful relationship? And you know what? It doesn't mean that they didn't have some rocky times. Uh, one of the things I've noticed that that commitment to the relationship and and it's being its best has been one of those things that they mention has kept them through the challenging times is that commitment to one another. Angela, you are 100% correct. But we live in this superficial world where we're spending, you know, where females are spending money unnecessarily on things that's not going to progress a relationship. Um, you know, uh, a lot of females are so, uh, so focused on their looks and less focused on their attitudes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a difference between having a beautiful woman and an attractive woman. But there's there's women that that society may say are less attractive who are in great relationships. What are they doing? You know, I mean, so it, the fact is, is women do not rely on your looks to keep you in a relationship. Rely on your attitude. Well, you know, I'd have to say that um, looks fade. So get that attitude right. Because attitude goes a long way. It sure does. So I would definitely have to agree that the focus is not on your looks. I mean, you want to always take care of yourself for health reasons and everything, but work on that attitude. I think that's the uh, more important investment in the long run. Absolutely. Yes. All Customer right. service. Attitude and altitude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So we are <laughs> done with this amazing episode and if you want to pick up this book the business of love remember it's a woman's handbook to a successful relationship just go to amazon.com 
and look up The Business of Love. It's by Dr. Seth E. Francois, and you can order it today. Order it right now. Absolutely. And you know one thing I want the audience to know? You have a couple of uh, initials after your name, uh, oh. MS, and you also have ABD. Can you let can you let the audience know what, what that means? Oh, well, well, my Master's of Science in Counseling and my I am all but doctorate for my doctorate in, in education. So that's what the ABD is. So you finished up all the doctoral work. All the work. Just have to finish that dissertation. All but dissertation. I'm sorry. I said, yeah, I have to finish up that dissertation, folks. So well, we're um, going to be working on that while we're doing this show. We're going to work on it. Yeah, because I would love to. Have it, Doctor Jackson. Yes, it's 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 about time we finish that. All so right. yeah, thanks for thanks for calling me out on that one. No I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey. thank. Well, and you know we have to give a special thanks to who? Oh well, we have to give a special thanks to, of course, Live One Hundred Five Point Five. Oh wow! Yes, mobile, mobile radio. radio. Live One Hundred Five Point Five Mobile Radio for once again allowing us to air this show and to uh, actually reach. You, the audience, because this is why we're here. We're here and, to be a help. And we want to thank all of the the responses that we received by uh, the listeners to our first show and uh, all the other subsequent shows that we have done. It has been great uh, for those who are, are writing us on, on uh, emailing us. Uh, you can uh, continue to write us at uh, businessoflove at imagintainment.org uh, uh, and let us know what you want to hear and what you need from us. And we just really love, we're going to be opening up very soon for uh, a live show so that we can get some direct feedback uh, from the audience. And uh, so... Just stay tuned. We, we're we going to be doing some great things coming up in the future. Yeah, and we also are planning a Valentine's Day um, concert with Music Soul Child, so stay tuned for that as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. It's going to be wonderful. And uh, once again, we love you guys, and you guys take care. And remember, the business of love. Yes, the talk show where truth has two sides. This is DJ Breaking Records, and you're in the mix with LA's number one internet radio station, Live 105.5 Mobile Radio, where we play stars and discover stars at www.1055.mobi.